So did you actually see the eclipse? I did, but we had like, I mean, was it like 80% here? So we still had to wear glasses and stuff. I was actually used welding goggles. See, I was about to get welding goggles and I was like, no, I don't want to spend the money on welding goggles. (laughs) So you just trumped it? No, I did not trump it. I did not just like, oh. Um, (laughs) One, I did try to take a picture of it. That did not work too well. The camera just didn't want to focus. Um, And then someone was like, oh, well, if you like put on selfie mode, you can see it through your camera. Yeah, I was told that too. It did, did not work. Yeah, it didn't work. So what I ended up doing, and this is going to sound really ghetto, but I took a CD because I still have CDs and I just looked through the data part of the CD and I could see the eclipse. How much was it? It was probably like 70%. No, I mean, how much was the CD? That was a fucking stupid joke. Yeah, I just I was trying to I was trying to avoid saying CDs nuts. I hate you. I know, me too. <laughs> but um, um, but yes, it actually it was surprising. Like, I I think it worked better than my mom. She put on four pairs of glasses to look at it. <laughs> um, my tattoo artist did the same thing. He, just, I guess, at the tattoo shop, they just. All the old, like all the sunglasses that people had left over the summer, they just put them all on. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Um, it was pretty cool. Like I was expecting it to get a lot darker than it did. It just kind of felt like we were in the shade. Um, see, it like it was nothing. Like you, where I was here in uh, north of Dallas, there mm-hmm. was it was just a sunny day. Like you couldn't, re- you didn't even know unless you were looking at it or did that like old school pinhole and looked at the shadow. Yeah. Yeah. We did that too. It was a hard day to work though. Like from, from one to four o'clock, I feel like nobody did anything except for talk about it. Dude. It, I will say it was awesome because I go on lunch from 12 to one and the eclipse like really had its peak at like one fifteen. So so I had like a two hour lunch pretty much. It was great. So I had a really long like break for it. So here it, it peaked at about two forty five or something. So I mean that would have only been like thirty minutes after after you, yeah, for the time zone. Um, but yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, well, uh, so your motherfucking fringe boys are back so soon with a little yeah. bonus episode to kind of say to kind of say sorry, and we we wanted to do this before with. We wanted to do this last week, but we just didn't have enough time. Yeah, we planned. We didn't even record the original episode last week. Uh, yeah, things got all fucky. I guess we'll say. Um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna say it's it's kind of difficult when the two of us both have like depression, and it's kind of difficult for us to 
like actually get motivation to do things. But good news is we're both getting much better recording equipment soon. So quality is going to be slightly less than top notch. Um, slightly and, less crappy. Yeah. Uh, so, and hopefully we can get back on schedule with these episodes one every, every other week. Um, and maybe a couple bonus episodes here and there. All right. If you haven't heard, supposedly the great American eclipse or whatever they were calling it is a harbinger for the end of the world. Yeah. And my boss, my boss kept on saying like, all right, the world's going to end now. Like expecting that it was going to happen that day or that night <laughs> where that's not the case. And right, I think it's have, uh, October is when it's supposed to end now. All right. So we have, no, so we have two main people. Paul Bagley says that it is going to end September 23rd. And then David Mead says that it's going to end sometime in October. Right. Yeah. At some, I, we're not going to live to the end of the year, supposedly. So is your boss like uh, like a Christian? Or, he's Catholic, right? He is Catholic, but he was just joking. Oh, he, okay. he was making fun of it. Yeah. Um, what is supposed to happen is the eclipse is ushering in this uh, Nibiru cataclysm that's supposed to take place in September or October, somewhere in between. Um, and what is Nibiru? So Nibiru, or planet X, was, um, I believe, first um, mentioned by Zachariah Sitchin in his translations of the Sumerian texts. But it was a planet, the Sumerians, this is according to Zachariah Sitchin, there's a lot of uh, controversy over whether his translations are right or not. But um, it's the planet that the Anunnaki are supposed to have come from, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and who are they? They were, I guess, they were technically aliens that came and like created us around, according to the Sumerians, according to Zachariah Sitchin. Um, so... And then I think in the 70s, no, 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 it was, in the, it was 1995, a woman named Nancy Leiter uh, proposed the theory that Nibiru or Planet X would crash into Earth or get so close to Earth that it like pulled us out of orbit, something like that. Just um, through, through Nibiru's gravitational pull? Yeah. Uh, so that's that's a, a kind of heavy um, subject in like the whole ancient astronaut theory or belief um, about like Nibiru. Um, but scientists recently have come out and said that uh, Nibiru is real or Planet X is real. But if it were, and this is a planet that is in uh, a very wide elliptical orbit that only comes mm-hmm. around every like 10,000 years. I think Zachariah Sitchin's 
translation said it was every 3,200 years that it came close to Earth. But they're kind of like pinning it on this planet that they found that comes around every 10,000 years. Yeah, 10,000. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like Nibiru has such a rich history that we could probably do a whole episode on yeah, we probably could. That itself. Um, but uh, I think that they said the next time it would be anywhere close to Earth or at its at its closest point. I don't apogee. I think is the word. Um, would be in like two thousand or no twenty nine twenty nine hundred the year twenty nine hundred eighty. <laughs> um, so we have we have some time. Yeah, we got a little bit of time. So, I guess our first little player here is Paul Begley. My air just kicked on and it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Paul Begley is a pastor and a radio radio host from Indiana. Um, I think so. Pretty sure this is a website that is attributed to him. It's called unsealed.org oh yeah i know unsealed do you oh yeah it is it, uh, its headline is world news christian news prophecy updates you want you always want to get updates on your prophecy that is not something you want to slack on you need to stay up to date with it so paul wagley he's he's a pastor and radio host and he makes a lot of youtube videos i watched one of his youtube videos mm -hmm. i watched uh the video about this past sat uh this past monday and the eclipse and everything and there's two main videos there's the one i watched was signs in the heavens planet x and solar eclipse the coming the coming apocalypse and then there's another one it's called Total eclipse of the sun. No, yes. Uh, total eclipse of the sun. S O N. Uh, the coming apocalypse. So, in it, he he talks about two Bible verses. The two verses that he he quoted. The first one was Joel two. Joel chapter two. Verse 30 and 31. I will show you wonders in the heavens and on the earth, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. So with, with that, obviously, uh, the sun will turn, turn to darkness. You have the the moon covering the sun and mm -hmm. it kind of getting blocked out but the moon uh the moon to blood he has he said that there's a recent uptick in unscheduled blood moons across the world mm -hmm. i'm not i don't think anyone's like all right now's a good time for a blood moon let's uh <laughs> Let's just move this up in schedule. Okay, so so I grew up like in church, and and my mom my mom was always kind of a um, a doomsday type of, of of woman. Like she always encouraged us to believe that the end was near. 
not in a very scary way, but just in like a be prepared kind of way. And so I was like really young when I started reading Revelations. And whenever um, I would would read about the moon turning to blood, like I didn't imagine just the moon turning red. Like I imagined it literally turning to blood and just like starting to like fall down on us, like raining blood. Oh, dang. Yeah, that's that's what that's the images that I have. Well, <laughs> did um, did you ever read the uh, Left Behind series? No, but I saw the it, first two movies, not the one with Nicolas Cage. Okay, so I read like seven of those books, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that there was a part where it was raining blood. Probably. It was it was weird. It was, but I think that was actually one of the plagues at the end of Revelation. Okay, well, I don't know too much. I know enough, but it could of, be from the moon. Like it could be the moon tur- actually turning to blood. Like that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other the other Bible verse that he was talking about is Amos 5, 7 through 9. There are those who turn justice into bitterness and cast righteousness to the ground. He who made the Pleiades and Orion, who turns midnight into dawn and darkens day into night, who calls for the waters of the sea and pours them out over the face of the land. The Lord is his name. With a blinding flash, he destroys the stronghold and brings the fortified city to ruin didn't really pick up what he was saying. Yeah, I don't really get his point there either. Yeah, but it's just like, hey, the sky's going to turn off for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I I guess he's just saying, like, he's he made everything, so he's going to destroy it. Like, Yeah, and I don't understand why this why this year and this eclipse is such like a big deal it probably because because he is alive now the funny thing about Paul Beagley is even though he fully believes that the earth earth is gonna like we're all gonna die I think it's September 23rd he has a pl- he has a conference planned on October twenty eighth. Yeah, in Indiana. I think that's the rap party. Yeah, like all right, he, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure one of their guest speakers is Jesus. Is Jesus it? himself? Is he is he on the bill? I think I think he is penciled in. <laughs> so uh, the other main player. Uh, is David Mead. David Mead. David Mead. He's a Christian nu- uh, numerologist. Yeah, and he's, he's published a bunch of books, actually. His most recent book was last year about this. Yeah, Planet, about Planet X, the 2017 arrival. So he's yeah. had this cooking for a while. Like, he knew about it. Um, but his he's a li- he seems to have a little bit more fervor for this um he his his bible verses that he came up with actually kind of make more sense 
Yeah, that's that's another thing is you have multiple people and none of them are picking the same neither they're not saying the same bible verses which yeah. that kind of throws me off right there. Mm-hmm. Um but so so David Mead has come out a number of times. This is not his first his first rodeo. Um saying that the world <laughs> This is not end. his first apocalypse. Yeah. Um uh saying that the world was going to end and like, he has a lot of supporters behind him. Um but so his uh So David Meads uh claim says that it will find that planet X will collide with Earth on September 23rd. So that is that that's the same as the other guys, isn't it? Or did we get the we Yeah, get the no, I guess I guess it's the same. I think there was another article. Yeah, I, I had read an article that said it was going to be October, but um Yeah, yeah, so what I have um this is from this uh from an article from the Sun and it said earlier this year Mead author of Planet X, The 17 Arrival, claimed mythical planet Nibiru will appear in the sky on September 23rd and crash into us in October. That's just from this one article. Oh, okay. Well, it's, this this one actually says that it will crash into Earth on September 23rd, bringing, bringing with it the mother of all apocalypse cataclysms. Um... Yeah, and there's there's major news sources that have, uh, I guess, given these guys more press than they need. So the articles I have up right now, I have one from Express, uh, Express, The Sun, The New York Post, and The Daily Mail. Mm -hmm. All of them are... Articles specifically talking about both Mead and Mead and Bagley. Mm. So Mead's, uh, he ha- he also quotes. I mean, he quotes multiple Bible verses, but the two main ones that stick out are um, Isaiah thirteen and Revelation twelve. And uh, the verses that he uses are uh, Isaiah thirteen nine and ten, which say. Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, cruel both with wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate, and he shall destroy the sinners thereof out of it. For the stars of heaven and the constellations thereof shall not give their light. The sun shall be darkened on his going forth, and the moon shall not cause her light to shine. Um, so he's basically just highlighting, you know, the fact, the, the, the eclipse itself. Um and the thing about this is, eclipses happen all the time. Yeah. Uh, actually, there is a really good podcast that their very first, I think it was their very first episode, talked about it. Let me look it up. Oh, it's uh, Gimlet Media, Every Little Thing. Mm-hmm. And they have a, they put out a podcast, it's 20 minutes long, and it's called Rapt, uh, Raptor Chasers. Rapture. Chasers. Rapture. Raptor chasers. Yeah. yeah. They just chase around raptors. No, that sounds um, yeah. a lot cooler. 
Yeah, and it just it talks about people that will travel uh, that travel around the country, all around the world, to view total solar eclipses. So it, it's not it's not that strange. And then we also have another one coming in twenty twenty four. I do believe. Yes. Yeah. Which we'll, so, we will come back to that because that kind of that kind of uh, is a part of this. Okay, so they're not that uncommon. No. They're just a little uncommon for the United States. Um, there's also another type of eclipse uh, when the Earth is tilted the opposite way. So the the uh, moon looks, or the moon is farther away. And when it passes by the sun, the ring around the sun is a lot bigger. But when that occurs, it is usually over um, the ocean. So not a lot of people can see it. Yeah, um, and this past week, this past week, a lot of, I don't know how many podcasts, that you, just like educational podcasts that you listen to, mm-hmm. a lot a lot of the ones that I listen to, uh, Part-Time Genius, like I said, uh, Every Little Saying, uh, Stuff You Miss in History Class, all of these people have recently done podcasts about about other eclipses and how it's mm-hmm. not like all the different ones that happen. Just these David Mead and Paul Beagley just for some reason think this this particular There's something one special is about this one um, because it's and, American. Um, so David Mead actually kind of answers that question with the Revelation 12 reference, why this eclipse uh, matters. So you have, you have the verses about the, the sun being blotted out and the moon um, turning to blood, all that, which uh, the other guy referenced as well. But Revelation 12 says, And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she, being with child, cried, tra- travailing in birth and pain to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and seven crowns upon his head. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven, and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered, for to devour her child as soon as it was born. So, uh, what he is actually talking about, uh, the one, he is equating the woman um, who is pregnant to the constellation of Virgo, which is a virgin, which shouldn't be pregnant, right? Correct. Um, um, Most virgins aren't. Yes, so uh, the verse says that there's a woman clothed with the sun, which is referring to the stars that she's made out of. Um, So the moon is under her feet, but in November uh, 20th of 2016, Jupiter enters into the body of the constellation of Virgo, uh, and Jupiter, due to its retrograde motion, will spend the next nine and a half months within the womb of Virgo. Um, this length of time corresponds with the gestation period of a normal late-term baby. So after the nine and a half months, Jupiter exits out of the womb of Virgo, 
Upon Jupiter's exit on September 23rd, 2017, we see the constellation of Virgo with the sunrise directly behind it. The woman clothed in the sun. Um, and at the feet of Virgo, we find the moon. Um, so the moon would be, to us, it would, it would appear right below the constellation. Um, or, yeah, the constellation of Virgo. Uh, and upon her head, uh, we've, uh, and upon her head, the, the crown of 12 stars is formed by the nine stars of the constellation Leo with the addition of Mercury, Venus, and Mars. Which is actually like pretty cool uh, symbology, right? Yeah. I... But see, the thing is, I grew up like studying Revelations. Like, I've studied Revelations a lot. And this exact same thing is actually used to date the actual birth of Christ. Um, and it was like, so they, they took this same constellation because this story is. is mainly believed to be a story about the birth of Christ. Okay. Um, so astronomers took the Christian astronomers, I guess, took the verse, um, plugged in these, these calculations to like re rewind everything about 2000 years um, and see when around that time, uh, the constellation appeared like this with the sun in the middle, the moon below it, and the three planets and the constellation of Leo right above it, right? And it was mm -hmm. like it was like three or four BC in September. Um so that's a lot of people believe that's when Christ was actually born. Um but so he's using this to say that this is when the world is going to end. If that happened on the first coming of Christ, then it makes sense to be... Yeah, I mean, that's, that's very true. Yeah. So, I guess next month we will find out? Yeah. The Sun article says, despite the lack of evidence, Mead claims the passage is connected to the 33rd Convergence, a number which indicates the end times were upon us. He said when the eclipse begun on August 21st, the sunrise, uh, the sunrise will be dark, and as Isaiah predicts, which... Mm -hmm. uh, and then he, the moon involved is called a black moon. These occur about every 33 months in the Bible, and the divine name, the divine name of Elohim, appears thirty-three times in Genesis. Yeah, and also, uh, so the eclipse will start in Lincoln Beach, Oregon, the thirty-third state, and end on the thirty-third degree of Charleston, South Carolina. Um, and a such such a solar eclipse has not occurred since nineteen eighteen, which was ninety-nine years ago, or thirty-three times three. So he's, I mean, he, he, he is a numerologist, right? Yeah. So, yeah. That's his big claim to fame. Yeah. Uh, he's really showing it. What a fucking nerd. Um, nerd. But another thing that's really interesting though. So, so he believes that the that, that Nibiru is going to crash into earth. That's going to kill everybody, right? 
Yeah. So that's most, what happened to the dinosaurs. Right. Most Christians believe in a tribulation. Um, where there's a period where it's like the Left Behind movies or books, sorry, where um, God, I guess, takes the people, the believers, and everybody else is left here uh, for a period of seven years. Uh, the next total eclipse in America is in seven years, which is kind of interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, see, this is my only thing. Mm-hmm. I never really understood numerology or just like hidden things. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to hide something, don't put clues everywhere. <laughs> but that's just me. Well, I mean, a lot of things are hidden to later be found. Like if you if you're gonna if you want to hide something so it'll never be found, you're not gonna hide it, you're gonna, you're gonna destroy it. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. But um like that that's one thing that I kind of thought was really interesting. If I get raptured, Joe, I'm sorry yeah. that we can't continue the podcast. I mean, I'll still be down here hanging out. Yeah. So after reading the Left Behind series, which yeah. I'm guessing that's exactly what this what this is going to be like, <laughs> I still have time to say, "Hey, I believe in in Jesus." Yeah, yeah, there's still time. And and here, like, I guess I guess this is a good time to explain my religious belief is creationism. I can get behind it. I actually don't believe in complete evolution and happenstance of of right. like earth and of life i'm an agnostic i believe that yeah there's a possible a possibility of a creator but if that creator is god or uh or muhammad or whoever i just don't know who but i believe that there's I believe there's definitely a creator. I just, I'm not going to pick sides yet. When the rapture Um, comes, I'll have a little bit of time. I don't, I don't think that they believe that Muhammad was the creator. I just, I'm just saying, I don't know who, (laughs) I don't know who I'm not picking sides. So what what you're saying, what you're saying is you don't know who let the dogs out. Who, who, who? Um, that was, I'm just full of fucking stupid jokes today. Yeah. You notice how I haven't laughed once. You don't laugh, though. You want to know who was full of great jokes? Because I think, uh, I think we've pretty much touched upon everything. Yeah, who's good at jokes? I went to a drag show last weekend. So well, no, it, anyways, it, it so was... that's our episode. <laughs> um, uh, let us know what you think. Let us know if you if you believe in it, or if there's anything we missed about the uh, the coming apocalypse. Um, sorry, I don't have a creepypasta for you today. This was just like a little bonus episode uh, since this, we were late with the last one. Yeah, our way of saying sorry. Yeah. Um, Go if you want a good laugh or if you're actually interested in this. Um, 
Paul Beagley on YouTube. He he has several. Uh, he has quite a few videos. It looks like he updates it weekly. Um, so there's that. He's, and he's more, better at that than we are at this podcast. Oh, definitely. <laughs> um, there's unsealed.org. There's that. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be going on that a lot more than now that I know. Yeah. Um, and like I, like I mentioned earlier, there were those three other, those four other articles, the express, uh, the sun, New York post and daily mail, all of them really good articles. Um, yeah. Definitely do more reading on it. We could only touch a little bit upon it. Yeah. And, um, follow us on Facebook, uh, like subscribe, comment, rate us. And don't forget to get your daily dose of lesbians who look like Justin Bieber. Again, that is lesbians who look like Justin Bieber.tumblr.com. We have been cast into the fringe and we haven't got a proper sign off yet. So, truth. Bye. Stranger than fiction. <laughs>